Life is an epic journey. Live it unleashed. Hey, fellow journeyers. Guest podcaster Brad here. Welcome back to the Living Unleashed podcast. Life is an epic journey, and we want to live it unleashed. God offers us a passionate life that is defined by hope, filled with joy, marked by peace, and walks in freedom. Here at the Living Unleashed podcast, we are intentionally shaping our life to experience this Living Unleashed life. We are intentionally shaping our lives by journeying with Luke through the Gospel of Luke and the book of Acts. And today we take off in the book of Acts, diving into Acts chapter 1. This is Brad, and I'm standing in for Jeremy as he gets some dental issues resolved in his life. Right off the bat, in verse 1, Luke lets us know that this is the second volume he has written. Again, as was with volume 1, it is written to his acquaintance, Theophilus. He also lets us know what this volume is about. If we look back in the beginning of the book of Luke, we realize that the work that Jesus is doing was powered by the Holy Spirit. Later on in the gospel, we realize that the power of the Holy Spirit is the guiding force in all that is happening. Now, we are in the book of Acts. And we notice that right off in the very beginning of the book that the Holy Spirit is brought into the picture five times. Four of those times very specifically referenced as the Holy Spirit. And then once it's referenced as the gift that's about to come to the disciples. So we can see that the power of the Holy Spirit is very much a part of what God has been doing through Jesus and what he's about to do through the disciples after his resurrection and ascension. Jesus has told them to not lead Jerusalem, but to wait for the gift they have been promised, the gift of the Holy Spirit. And an extra within this is that Jesus, when the Spirit comes, says they will receive power when it comes upon them, and they will be his witnesses throughout the land. Now, then he has told them this, he has said to wait. There's a timing issue here that Jesus is probably trying to put together because it's the celebration of Pentecost that's coming up. And that would be the best time considering people from all over the world would be present in town and therefore the message would get to more people faster. And this is a special time for us to consider the key word that has been used here. The key word is wait. He tells them to go wait for the Spirit to come upon them. This is a difficult thing for many of us today, to wait. Our lives are in constant motion, many in high-speed motion all the time. There's not time to wait. But it's really important for us to hear the term wait and to think about the psalmist in Psalm 46.10, where he says, Be still and know that I am God. In other words, wait and listen and be still. We need to learn to wait. But waiting is not just sitting and twiddling our thumbs. The disciples, as they wait, are in an attitude of prayer. In fact, it says that they are constantly in prayer. They are constantly coming before the Lord in prayer, seeking what Jesus is expecting of them as they wait upon the Lord. 
we oftentimes have such a short time that we, we do drive through prayers. It's just a few thoughts on the needs that we have today, and then we're off and gone, and gone again. But in this case, it's intense. It's fervent prayer, waiting on what Jesus had promised them. This is not wasted time, as many think, when they just sit still and wait upon the Lord. Tony Evans, in his book, Kingdom Prayer, shares, God will never send you to the brook to a time of solitude to waste your time. God's request for your special presence with Him is always strategically planned in order to accomplish a kingdom purpose. So wait. That's a big word. But it's a powerful word in our lives if we're supposed to receive all God's got for us. Now we'll see in the next chapter the results of their wait when the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon them. And then by the power of that Holy Spirit, the message is declared to the masses in their own languages so that everyone hears the good news and the boldness that will come with that power. So as we continue to journey through the book of Acts, I want to encourage you to take the time to wait. Be still. Wait on what God wants to do in your life. He had big plans for the disciples, but he sent them to wait for it to come. In living unleashed in our lives, we find that God's will for our lives is not only sufficient, but will be the strength we need no matter where he leads us. So as you read this, I want to suggest you read this chapter again and discover what it is that God's calling you to do and believing through this text that by His power you will be able to go on living unleashed. We hope to see you tomorrow as we delve into chapter 2 in the book of Acts, where we'll discover that the Holy Spirit does arrive. It arrives in a big way. And we'll discover the changes it begins to make in the lives of the disciples and all of those who hear the good news from them at this time. So may I say to you, go on living unleashed. Have a great day but wait upon the Lord.